and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Sajan Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and I apologize. I am sorry I missed last week's episode. I think mostly because over the past weekend it was Father's Day and it sort of hit me more than I really anticipated. And thus, I was sort of, I think, out of tune with a lot of my scheduling and whatnot. And over the weekend, I did have a chance to sort of just sit down and take it all in as this was my first Father's Day without my father. And I think for a lot of times, we do need to sort of sit back and take it all in. And for me, that meant taking my father's camera and then just wandering around the city and just truly wandering. I had no real idea or shot list. I just wanted to really take some personal time and just absorb everything. And it was really good. I I sat down and I, I made a nice tribute to my dad on Facebook and everything seemed to really kind of fall into place. And now it's Monday here in Korea and I'm back at it. All right, now let's jump right into our main topic for this month, which is cityscape photography. Now in this episode, I'm going to dial it in and focus on photography in Korea. And what I like about this is that you can pretty much go where you want to. And that's one of the main things that if you don't live in Korea, you may not be used to. If you are photographing on the street or around certain areas, for the most part, nobody's going to bother you. Now, if you do like to go into the rooftop areas such as I, you might get into some problems. But again, it's all about playing it smart, being friendly, and being understanding that you are not supposed to be there. Of course, over the years, getting onto rooftops has been quite a challenge. I think due to the popularity, a lot of places have caught on to the fact that a dude with a backpack and a tripod is going to probably access their rooftop area, which is a no-no by the company or the apartment standards. And no more so than if you try and get the shot from the Zenith Towers in Busan. These guys are ninjas. They will catch you. Don't even try it. The only way that I would recommend getting a shot like that is if you actually contact the building supervisors or the administration, whoever's in charge of that, and get specific permission. If you just try to walk in, security will catch you and they will not be happy. And trust me when I say that they know what they're looking for. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. What I want to start off with is at the ground floor. What can you take and where can you go in Korea to get these beautiful cityscape shots? Now, the easiest places to go are the rivers and mountain areas that you can just kind of get out and walk up. And why these are great is that there are a number of pathways in which you can take to find a beautiful view of the city. Now, if you go around Seoul, there are going to be a ton of spots and probably a ton of photographers as well. So you really have to time it. Some of the more popular spots are going to be overrun with photographers. And trust me when I say the easier the places are to get to, the more photographers there are going to be there. In places like Busan, you're going to find the same thing, but we have a little bit more of an advantage because not only are there mountains, but there's also rivers and oceanside that you can actually just sort of spread out and get a decent cityscape shot. Starting off with sort of the rivers and ports and things like that around Busan and other places, 
what you're looking for here is a contrast of reflections and the city itself. And I love shooting spots like this because you get that contrast. It's just not all one blah blob of whatever. There's sort of a natural divide. And if you're shooting particularly at night, then you can get the lights of the city reflecting off the water. And depending on how long your exposure is, you can really make something beautiful. And touching on the lights, that is something that you can sort of play around with. Because a lot of the places in Korea are well lit, so you're going to get a nice explosion of color. And if you play with the contrast or even use HDR like I do, then you can get some interesting details and some colors there as well. So keep that in mind. If you're having trouble getting your, your highlights blown out or your darks are just going black, try bracketing your shots and then using a program like... Aurora HDR 2018 or 19 now. They haven't really updated it in a while, but that's a really great program. It plugs into Lightroom and you can just export your bracketed images, edit and pop them back into Lightroom and you're going to get something amazing. Now with shooting from the mountains, there is a little bit of a compositional factor involved here. Years ago, I remember a friend who was kind of a photographer, I guess, sort of called me out on this and he said, well, what's the big deal about shooting buildings? It's just buildings. There's nothing to it. And really and truthfully, he was kind of right, I think in some cases, but as I learned to really read the landscape, you can kind of get around that aspect where you're not just pointing your camera in one direction and just firing off a bunch of shots because, well, this is Korea and you're probably just going to get a mass of dots and buildings and squiggles and lines. And yeah, it may be cool, but if you actually read the landscape, then you're going to be able to see different shapes and elevations and whatnot. And you can use that to make your image compositionally better. Maybe this is the geographer side of me coming out because I do have a degree in geography and I loved reading maps and understanding the topography and the whatnot. But in Korea, because of the mountainous regions are so common and they cut through the city, when you look at a cityscape here, you can use this, you know, kind of elevation changes to really add in certain elements to your photographs. And by that, I mean, is the cities are sort of, you know, around the mountains. So you can use those dark spaces if you're shooting at, say, blue hour or night to try and just add in a little bit more negative space or something like that to really add some interest to the overall scene and as well use that to make a better composition. So when you're going out, Keep that in mind, as well as using the landmarks. So if you're shooting up in Seoul, of course, the Seoul End Tower is one of the more common landscape landmarks, I guess you could say. And you can use that to sort of your advantage. What I mean by that is that you can position it, say, on the rule of thirds, and it's recognizable that people know that hill, Namsan, and then that tower, and they can immediately recognize what you're shooting as is in Seoul. As well as if you're shooting around Itaewon, there's a really common, I think, walking bridge that you can sort of shoot on. And again, using sort of a slow shutter speed, you can kind of get the light trails 
and that tower in. And of course, you're going to get that recognition as this is a shot from Seoul. So before I drone on too much about Seoul, which I don't like to do because there is so much more and more detailed information about that city online. But the point I want to make here is, is that when you're shooting cityscapes, maybe everywhere, it's up to you to decide whether you want to shoot just a generic landscape where people can say, oh, nice buildings. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Or if you want to include a landmark where people can look at it and be like, wow, that's Seoul. I know that place. And you can play around with this because sometimes you do want to just get the patterns of the buildings or something like that and just have a generic cityscape shot. But if you're looking for the iconic shots that really have a sense of place, then look for the landmarks. And that's, you know, I'm going to put a pin in that, but I just want to bring that up so you know that if you're in Seoul, you know, get that Seoul end tower in or, you know, find another suitable landmark that fits your style or location, simply put. Now, jumping into the rooftops, I do want to strongly caution you against accessing buildings that you're not supposed to be into. Sure, it might not seem like a big deal, as I find that the security officers are pretty understanding in some cases, and the police, they really couldn't be bothered. But over the years, there have been a number of, let's uh, find a nice term for them, um, douchebags. There have been a number of douchebags that have come to Korea and scaled, oh, let's say Lotte Tower while it was still being built, and which is one of the more prominent and tallest structures in the country, and filmed it on YouTube, thus making a lot of new rules and a whole bunch of pains in the asses for buildings where you could normally get onto without any problems. Now there's locks and cameras and whatnot. Yeah. I'm not happy about this, but again, that's the world we live in, so you have to deal with it. So my point here is that when you are trying to access a building, see if you can get up there legitimately. Otherwise, don't go up there at all. Now, with that being said, there are legitimate places that you can access the rooftops. There's lots of cafes and things like that around the different cities here in Korea where you can legitimately set up a camera and shoot. Other places you may have to shoot through glass, but you know, if you're prepared for that, if you've got one of those little silicone thingies on the end of your lens or just throw a uh, hoodie over it like I normally do, you're good to go. So again, similar to the mountains, you're looking for a high vantage point. Now, if you have a ability to sort of tilt the camera down a bit, you can get some of the building in, which gives a sense of place or a better perspective. Try playing with the directions of the streets so you get those nice leading lines. Those are just some basic compositional tips I've seen, and I've tried to put them in my photos. You can try and put them in yours. Now, a couple of etiquette things. If you do get onto the roof, be like a ghost. And by that, I mean, get up, get your shots, get the F out. That's it. And the reason I say this is that there are some buildings that I go to that still have pretty much open access. But the problem is, is that I see a lot of people go up there, they bring a few cans of beer, they dangle their legs over the edge, like the famous, I'll make you famous shots from 500 picks. And the problem with that is it brings a lot of attention and the tension is bad and the tension gets doors locked. 
So be up there, just simply set your camera up, take some shots, get what you need, and then get out. And that's, again, I'm not going to preach about this, but what I want to say is that in Korea, they're pretty understanding. But if you make a scene or if people complain, they'll snap down and it's just going to be closed for good. So do keep that in mind. So now wrapping things up, I just want to recap a little about what I talked about here. Cityscapes in Korea are amazing and it's something that I absolutely love shooting. Now you can shoot from the rivers and ocean side and get some nice cityscapes, uh, the reflections, or you can climb to mountains, viewing platforms and whatnot and get a nice bird's eye view of the city. Or if you've got an open rooftop, you can shoot from there and get some really cool stuff. But again, I need to drum this into your head. Please use etiquette if you're on a rooftop. Don't draw attention to yourself or you're going to get yourself into some pretty decent trouble, but you're also going to ruin it for the rest of us. With that being said, if you have found any of the information in this podcast, either this one or ones previous, please share it, like it, maybe even leave a review if you really like it, because all of that stuff really helps me get the word out about this podcast. I'm not really expecting too much, but if you can throw me a little bone, I'll be more than grateful. And with that being said, take care, have a great week, and I'll see you again. Hopefully, I'll be on time this week. One more time, and then I'll be back on track. So take care, everyone. 